the world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Hello, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. I am so glad you are able to join NUMA Podcast today. The key text for this podcast is the book of Exodus, chapter 15, verse 22 to 27. Moses led Israel from the Red Sea on to the wilderness of Shur. They traveled for three days through the wilderness without finding any water. They got to Marah, but they couldn't drink the water at Marah. It was bitter. That's why they called the place Mara. And the people complained to Moses. So, what are we supposed to drink? So, Moses cried out in prayer to God. God pointed him to a stick of wood. Moses threw it into the water, and the water turned sweet. That's the place where God set up rules and procedures. That's where he started testing them. God said, if you listen, listen obediently to how God tells you to live in his presence, obeying his commandments and keeping all his laws, then I won't strike you with all the diseases that I afflicted on the Egyptians. I am God, your healer. They came to Elim, where there were twelve springs of water and seventy palm trees. They set up camp there by the water. Please join me as I pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you once again for another privilege to be able to bring your word to the world. And Lord, I ask today that you will bless and sanctify the sound of my voice, so that as many that will join in this podcast today will be blessed. And I thank you because, as always, you answer. Thank you for answering these prayers in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The title of this podcast is Journey Through the Barring Land. Journey Through the Barring Land. The word barren, when used, always conveyed a sense of emptiness, 
a situation where a land suffers from vital nutrient deficiency. In other words, too poor to produce anything. Each day that we live in this life is like a journey through barren land, not in terms of material things as some have it more than others. But today I'm talking about the intangible aspects of life. That which is spiritually inclined, that intrinsic reverential response to something significantly sacred. That's what we're talking about today. Not the material things, but those things that really, really make us us. That said, journeying through the barren land can be a daunting experience for the child of God because of the unforgiving nature of the barren land. Nothing grows in a barren land, and the oases are far between. The elements are harsh, and yet we are invited to make the journey through them and not around them. Because it's so easy to try to find the easy way out. Sometimes the temptation to bypass our barren lands can be great. But the faithful child of God must know and understand that the journey through the barren land is also a part of the experiences needed to overcome for tomorrow. Some Christian preachers and teachers have made the gospel something that can be calculated and manipulated. In other words, the moment you say yes to Jesus Christ, everything should be fine. You should be financially prosperous, enjoy a great health, etc. But my friend, when these promises fail to materialize for the new Christian, that new Christian is disappointed. This is not to say that things cannot change when you say yes to Jesus Christ. After all, if we cannot change, then there is no need to say yes in the first place. The immediate noticeable change, however, would be your worldview, the way you see the world. And when your worldviews are impacted by this change, by extension, your lifestyle, and in the end, your whole life. If your whole life is totally sold out, to the cause of following after God, then you would understand clearly what Jesus Christ meant in the book of Luke chapter 12 verse 15 when he said, life is not measured by how much you own. These days people will judge people by their properties, by the number of people that goes to the church, all of those things, by the uh, amount of crowd these guys can pull. But my friend, all of these things doesn't measure up to what God is expecting of us as his children. Once you are familiar with these precepts and you find yourself in a barren land, you would not be moved by the elements because you have peace, which does not mean the absence of trouble, but your reaction in troubled times. 
At this point, let me ask you, brothers and sisters, where are you this very minute? Are you in your dedicated barren land? If you are, remember that it is not permanent. It is a journey, and the journey is not stagnant. You should be on your way when you're on a journey. And that journey will soon be behind you, only if you are able to endure. In the barren land, there are two feasible options. It's either you die there or endure the pains and overcome. The latter is the ultimate goal of every child of God. The Bible is saturated with intriguing stories of wilderness journeys. Journeymen and women in the Bible, we read their story. We see what they have had to put up with in the wilderness. Some made it true and some didn't. However, for those who didn't make it, it may be because they let their guards down. They failed to keep their eyes on the ball, on the real thing. The Apostle Paul, in writing his letters to the Hebrews, he encourages audience, and that's Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. Here's what he says. Keep your eyes on Jesus, our leader and instructor. He was willing to die a shameful death on the cross because of the joy he knew would be his afterward. And now he sits in the place of honor by the throne of God. Brothers and sisters, we've just completed celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And the whole point of Jesus dying being buried and resurrected is so that we also can have victory over what is militating against us. So, but to overcome, we must set our target on the real thing. The real thing is our residency with God Almighty. I think that is what every Christian is hoping to, I believe. My dear brothers and sisters, please remember that for the journeyman or woman to succeed in this type of expedition, he or she must put his or her trust fully in God, who will navigate the journey until destination is reached. Our key text today outlines the genesis and the exodus of Israel's journey through the wilderness of their lives. At this stage, they were to have their mind prepared for what lies ahead of them. Definitely a new and a tough journey for them. The question that pops up to mind immediately is this. Couldn't God just make them reach the promised land without the experience of challenging journey through those wilderness and countless enemies along the way? I believe that all these things are possible with God because still he wants them to have the experience that would challenge their allegiance to his sovereignty. When things are going well with you, 
Sometimes it's difficult to even remember to pray privately. It's difficult to acknowledge God and thank God for his provision because you think that you you have gotten these things by your own wisdom. God could have miraculously transported the Israelites to the promised land, but no, he didn't. This is Numa Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. Some of you listening to this podcast and who might be experiencing barrenness as I speak might also be asking why God didn't stop you from losing that job that you so loved from that divorce from happening that illness facing you and so on and so forth. There are so many questions that you might be asking today. Brothers and sisters, I want you to know that God is well aware of your troubles and of your barrenness, but he wants you to acknowledge his sovereignty over you, regardless of all of these things. The Exodus journey for Israel was like traveling through the barren land. Practically speaking, they could not plant or harvest anything, even drinking water was scarce, and when they find one, it was undrinkable. Food was in short supply. In fact, all the basic necessities of life were lacking. But let us explore further our key texts. Verses 22 to 24 of Exodus 15 says, Moses led Israel from the Red Sea onto the wilderness of shore. They traveled for three days through the wilderness without finding any water. They got to Marah, but they couldn't drink the water at Marah. It was bitter. That's why they called the place Marah. And the people complained to Moses, So, what are we supposed to drink? They asked. Just imagine traveling for 36 hours without water. But that was the case with the Israelites. One important thing in the intro is that they were being led of God through the hands of Moses, who was commissioned to undertake the task of bringing them through to the promised land. Moses knew who to turn to in time of barrenness. He turned to the very one who called him to lead his people Abinisha. Who are you following? Are you on the right path in your journey? That could also apply to many places today. The gospel, as I said before, no longer include perseverance. Everyone wants a Christianity that have no barrenness or difficult and challenging situations. However, my dear brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, barrenness and difficulties of life are all a part of this journey of our faith in Christ Jesus. Here is what brother Peter said to his commune in 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 10. 
after you have suffered a little while, a God who is full of kindness through Christ will give you his eternal glory. He personally will come and pick you up and set you firmly in place and make you stronger than ever. Brothers and sisters, it is so refreshing to know that God knows about you and what you may be going through right now. Just keep on believing that he will come to your raid and make all things beautiful in his time, as the wisest man who ever lived said in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 9 to 13. True, God made everything beautiful in itself and in its time, but he's left us in the dark so we can never know what God is up to, whether he is coming or going. I have decided that there is nothing better to do than to go ahead and have a good time and get the most we can out of life. That's eat, drink, and make the most of your job. It's God's gift. Although we may not have the affluence of Solomon, but the lesson to take home is that wherever you find yourself, you should know that your primary duty is to be faithful to God who created you and make the best of it by demonstrating positive attitude towards your God and the multitude of witnesses. Verses 25 to 26 of our key text went on to say, So Moses cried out in prayer to God. God pointed him to a stick of wood. Moses threw it into the water, and the water turned sweet. That's the place where God set up rules and procedures. That's where he started testing them. Three days into the journey, their lack became obvious and they began to complain about lack of water. There was water, but the water was undrinkable, so they needed a miracle. Sometimes in this life, people suffer among plenty. True, there was water, but that water needed the touch of God for it to be drinkable. Perhaps God Almighty was trying to draw their attention to his sovereignty over them. Imagine if they had drinkable water just like that. How would they know and experience the providence of God in times of needs? It's interesting to read the last part of this verse. It says this, That's the place where God set up rules and procedures that's where he started testing them. In all these, God was testing them for their faithfulness because that is the currency they will need for the journey through the barren land. This experience was to be the beginning of many to come their way. The rest of the text, that's verse number 27, called for only one thing. 
listening and obeying God's command. That is all that qualifies people who wish to remain in God's presence. I remember a songwriter wrote, Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. These are the things we need to do to be successful in our journey through the barren land. As I bring this message to a conclusion, the lesson I want us to take away today is to follow the footsteps of those heroes of faith gone before us. For example, Moses knew the difficulty involved with wilderness dwelling, so he begged God to be with him on his journey, otherwise he'd rather not take a step. Are you taking a step by yourself without God's guidance? It's dangerous. Don't do it. Here's what Moses said in Exodus chapter 33 verse 15 to 16. If your presence doesn't take the lead here, call this trip off right now, God. How else will it be known that you are with me in this? with me and your people. Are you traveling with us or not? How else will we know that we are special? I and your people, among all other people on this planet. Finally, the whole point of this podcast is how you as a child of God can make a success out of the journey through the bearing land of this world. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 16 describes the lives of those who walked with God through inestimable difficulties and other life situations. They held on to God's promises in the face of unbelievable challenges to their faith and yet endeavored to live out our purpose-driven lives. It is my utmost prayer, brothers and sisters, that you too would be successful on your journey through your very own barren land. And I pray that God will bring you out of it. Join me as I pray again. Eternal King of Glory, I thank you once more for my brothers and my sisters who have listened to this podcast and even those who will be listening to it. I thank you because your word never come without accomplishing its purpose. And I pray, God, that as many that will listen to this podcast will be blessed. And Lord God Almighty, I ask, O oh Lord, that those who may be undergoing different kind of wilderness and barrenness experience right now, I pray that your Holy Spirit will reach out to them wherever they may be around this world that you created. And Father, I believe that you're still in the business of turning things around. Lord, provide water for them in this wilderness. Provide food, O oh God, in this wilderness. And make things, O oh God, work out as it should be. And I thank you because you have answered this prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. The who is coming back again. Amen.
Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.